you're listening to i mean can we discuss and i am your host astrid ferguson we will be discussing different issues that can be debated articulated chopped up any kind of way there's no real set way to this it could be culturally it could be socially it could just be how we're feeling today so You're here for the randomness, and I hope you're here to stay. So remember to subscribe, share, and tell me what you think. Hey, hey, hey. Welcome to Season 2, Episode 26. And I am your host, Astrid Ferguson. Yeah, I know I wasn't here last week but I'm here now maybe you didn't even notice maybe I need to (laughs) stop being in my head and thinking that the first thing you think about is listening to me (laughs) I kid I kid I kid but I'm serious at the same time so yeah it got kind of hectic I was kind of doing so much at once you know I was on the I was actually on this workshop Um, I believe I talked about it in the last episode which is the racism the shades of racism in rape Um, it was actually a very good conversation that uh, just took place between myself, um, Army of Survivors, uh, One Hope, or Voices of Hope. Um, I am a survivor, and uh, my good friend Cheyenne Tyler Jacobs, who is the founder of the She Will Speak series, and uh, of course me, and there was it was a couple other people um, Angelica uh, Patrice and Brianna um, yeah so all of them they were on there and we had a, a pretty you know good it was a, um, a healing yet very important discussion on why black and Latinx women don't really speak up when it comes to to rape and how it affects our culture and our community. And I was able to bring light on the Latinx side with me being a Haitian and Dominican, you know, woman um, who I was molested as a child. And I definitely know of quite a few of my friends that experienced the same thing or were raped by a family member or someone they knew and never really shared it you know um so I was glad that I was able to have that conversation because it is something that I speak about in my book the serpent's rattle um it can you know, it is one of those trigger warning books that I do talk about abuse and rape and all the things that kind of kept the women in my family 
bent in dismay, if you may. Um, it was it was definitely a difficult story to write, but I felt like it was necessary. Um, I write it in the form of a poetry memoir to protect a lot of their identities. Um, but yeah, I I talk about all those things of why we choose to tolerate and endure so much of it in our culture and primarily is because within our culture at least the latinx community the word responsibility lays very heavy on our shoulders we do have to constantly think about our families before we think about ourselves and I shouldn't say have, but that is the way that we are raised and the way that we are taught. Um, a lot of times before we speak up, we have to think about how is this going to affect our families and how is this going to affect our family that's still back home that has been unable to come here to the United States. And what does that mean for us? And a lot of times, because it affects the family in such a great nature, we can we can become we can get disowned by our own families. So it can cause great division. And now you're finding yourself alone, fight fighting a battle that one you may not know the language very well. Two, you don't even have a support system. Three, you know, you feel like no one's going to believe you. Why would anyone care? Rape is something that affects, at least according to the statistics, um, at least 20% of the women in the United States of America. But those are only the ones that have reported. So that number is very very much watered down um i'm pretty sure you can find even more of these statistics but it is said that especially in places where domestic abuse occurs more than 60 percent of those cases where children are involved they then become the predator's victims so it's all related in a sense, you know, so it's very important to think about all of these factors that plague our BIPOC community and our Latinx community and to talk about it and bring it to light and figure out how we can heal and figure out how we can let go of a lot of the limiting beliefs. How can we, you know, build stronger communities and build each other, especially as women right so that was the main emphasis of that workshop and I was you know I was excited to have been invited to become a part of that um, because it is a very personal thing for me and more of a of you know the the philanthropy side um, that would be both personal and business for me the other thing that I have been up to, the way that I have been keeping myself sane, 
is that I actually signed up for a 60-day challenge with the Massey or MA Warriors, part of Massey Arias or Arias um, challenge that she has. She had a 45-day one, but me trying to be the overachiever, I signed up for the 60-day one. And let me tell you, the exercises are a little rough, you know. And then she does provide you with a nutrition plan that also goes along with that. And I'm starting to see results. I'm, I'm starting to go into the three-week mark. Well, I've already started the three-week mark. And, you know, I'm, I'm starting to feel more energetic. Um, I typically would have problems falling asleep at night. I feel like I have my father's disease. I want to say he was, he had insomnia. That, that man slept like a bird. <laughs> May he rest in peace. Um, but it's, it's helped me because by the time I go to bed, I'm pretty tired. Um, and with all of this uncertainty and with being home with the children all the time and dealing with trying to find, you know, a new job. And then, you know, I don't know if you've heard the news of unemployment, but and unemployment, they're also no longer paying everyone that $600 extra that you were getting a check. And that was like major. Um, so now it's an even further cut. And it's been, it's been tough uh, adjusting at least to all the changes so this was something that I felt that I could do for myself to keep me sane within the insanity and that is pretty much you know what I wanted to talk about a little bit here I've been keeping these pretty brief um, that the way to keep yourself or to recoup your sanity during these unprecedented times is to pick something just pick something that you're going to focus on just pick something so you can practice stoic uh, stoicism um, being still you know being present in the moment um, telling yourself that it is okay to take a break you are allowed to relax it's important to do so and that is why, you know, I'm like, you know, I'm not going to keep pushing myself so hard because I can't keep all the balls in the air. I have been recording for the podcast alongside with my sister of Call Your Sister podcast, which we are hoping to launch the first Wednesday of next month. So look out for that. And, you know trying to do that along with this and everything else has been hard but I've been slowly pushing through you know um, 
trying to maintain a business and showing up for your subscribers and showing up online and showing up at these workshops and pitching yourself for other things like it can be a lot especially when it's just you um, I would love to have found some more s volunteers but until I find them um, it's just me and I would love to you know get to a place where I'm not looking for volunteers but actually looking to hire a team you know I know that that day will come and I am manifesting that it will um, but until then I'm just continuing to push through imperfectly and that includes learning to rest and to if you know just take it one minute at a time you know one moment at a time there are some days that waking up and putting on pants is conquering the day there are other days where I can check off many things of that list of that checklist that you develop for the day I also had to learn to develop more feasible checklists. I realized that part of the reason why I wasn't getting as far as I would like is because I kept establishing unfeasible checklists. And what I mean by unfeasible, I mean that I had like 10, 15 things. And it's impossible, impossible to do all those things at once so I've started just doing it that it's no more than three things a day um, or three tasks a day that way you know you you know if you do if you do more than that you know you're psyching yourself up right so that's a way of setting yourself up for success and not failure so that's basically what I wanted to share. Just let you know where I was at with everything. Um, coming on in here and saying what's up. Uh, I hope that you are staying safe. Maybe you're venturing out more. Um, going on runs. I know it's still kind of scary to like go to the beach. And go out and eat and stuff sometimes. But you know just you do need the sun you know um if you get tested you see that you know you are negative like don't be afraid to go on trails or hose the family down in the back if you have hoses you know or um you know take it old school you know fill up those those uh <laughs> those water balloons and um play with the children or you know make it fun get back to having fun again I think that's the only way that you are going to remain sane during these unprecedented times um, and remember to rest if you need more time to rest take it you never know when you're going to get this time again so thank you all and Goodbye for now. And 
that was a wrap for today. Thank you so much for listening to, I mean, can we discuss? Don't forget to subscribe, follow us if you want to see what we're up to, what projects we're up to, and enjoy the rest of your day, night, wherever you might be. I was your host, Asher Ferguson, signing off.